Listening Dog Media. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it's somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Breathtaking. Like never before. My next guest played alongside Zinedine Zidane, Thierry Henry, Nicolas Anelka, and current France manager Didier Deschamps to win at the Euro 2000. Welcome, Frank LeBeuf. Siemens, legends of the game. It's, it's great to have you on my podcast, Frank. That's, that's brilliant. Thanks for coming on. Um, nice to see you, my dear. So, so Frank, what, um, what have you thought of the French team so far? Well, um, I was... Uh, very convinced in the first game against Germany because they did what they had to do. And uh, it wasn't the best game ever, for sure, but they they managed uh, to show that they were mature enough to handle the game, where as soon as they scored the goal, I never felt in danger. They had one chance, yeah. the Germans had one chance with Nagri, but uh, overall, I would say that I was very confident that uh, they would do the job. Yeah. After the second game, it's a special event, you know, you play in front of 68,000 people, you know, it was a hot atmosphere with the hot weather. And I, I enjoyed the game in a way because I, I really think that Hungary did what they had to do with the fans and everything. But France was, I would say, a bit complacent mm. uh, and uh, didn't do what they had to do. What their chances to score. And when you're clumsy uh, as they've been, I really think that you deserve only one point, you know, because after you can be surprised with only one chance for Hungary in the first half, but that was enough to score a goal and to put France in danger. So I'm not worried about the future. I really think that France will go through and after it's another competition and uh, we see how they're uh, going to play against. But uh, I know what I can expect from France. I know they can go far. And uh, as, uh, as far as the competition will go, I think uh, they're going to become more serious and less complacent. Yeah, I, I watched the uh, I watched the first game against Germany. I just thought that they were they were in control, like you said. I, they seemed to know exactly what to do and then how to manage the game, mm-hmm. which I thought was really really good and really worrying. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but um, but then you know, obviously, the, the, it was a surprise result against Hungary. Um, how do you how? When, do you compare the two squads? Because you've done, I've, I've done the double, right? I've done FA Cup and Premier League, but you've done World Cup and the <laughs> UA, European Cup. That is just like, wow. So how, how do you compare the team from 2000 or even 98 to what you see now in France? Well, first I have to say that I really think that the uh, 98 team was more defending team than the 2000. And I think we, you know, sincerely, we should have been smashed by Italy in the final. We've been really fortunate. Uh, and I'm friends with Alessandro Del Piero, and I sometimes talk about about that to him. And I said that he missed two big chances and he, should, he could have been 3-0 for Italy and nothing would have, nobody would have complained about. So I think we were very strong in 98. We're more mature in 2000, but more offensive. Comparing to that team, well... 
you know you play with some players, you know, uh, and some very <laughs> amazing players like uh, Nicolas Anelka with yeah. uh, uh, Thierry Henry, uh, Emmanuel Petit, Patrick Vieira. Uh, Robert, Robert Perez. Robert Perez, yeah, for sure. Still, I will told. Yeah, well, my God, so, too many. And that was really a French team. Um, and, uh, and the thing is, uh, all the players that we name and, and we, alongside the other players, we were almost, we were in the, in the lineup of every team we played and mostly we were vice-captain, yeah. you know? I was the vice-captain at Chelsea just behind Dennis Wise and, uh, and we were very much settled in, in, the, in, the, in the group, uh, in the squad we played in. Uh, comparing to that team where you see that Giroud is a, is a substitute at Chelsea, uh, some players don't play it all, uh, uh, all, all the time. We, we even talk Pogba. We don't know what to do with Pogba. Sometimes we yeah. say, "Why well, he doesn't deserve to play?" Sometimes he should be he's the best player, but he's not. Uh, Griezmann with Barcelona had some problems as well. Uh, so let's say that uh, it's less a, 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 it's less big players, but because of the coach, they found mm-hmm. they found something special where they stick together and we all know that to win something you have to make sure they have a good atmosphere and you want to fight together and you're ready to to go very far together so uh, it's, it's hard to 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 compare generations yeah. i would say that i i have a tendency to think that we were better than them like i think that <laughs> like i think that the 84 with michel platini tigana fernandez were the best team ever in france really? Uh, really? yeah yeah uh, but they are less experienced because they didn't have a chance to play abroad like like Michel Platini did, or play in a big uh, championship like the Premier League, um, can, which can bring some experiences. But I think I think they they're getting there, and they're getting there because with, in the in the in the spine of that team you have very very good players like Lloris, Varane, uh, Kimpembe, and Golokante. Uh, and the three at front, uh, yeah. it's it's you are strong. You're very strong, yeah. and you can go very far. They've been lucky, I think, to win the World Cup in 2018. I think Croatia deserved more than France, but it was a special World Cup. But France is clearly the favorites. When I see the other team that uh, they can be confronted to, I see, I see Belgium as a threat. Yeah. Uh, I don't know with England we can talk about it. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know where we go there. I know, uh, but that's the that's the problem though with England is because at the moment we we give like decent performance and then against Scotland we seem to be so nervous that we couldn't play. You know, and we, we we're getting performances that are up and down. You know, we need consistency. Yeah, but but, the, but your 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 French team in or the French squad in, in ninety eight and two thousand was just like you said it was just full of stars that were playing and winning lots of trophies mm. and you know we've got okay we, in Mount and um, I forgot the other guy but anyway you know in, in Mason Mount we've got we've got a guy you know that's coming off um, you know winning the Champions League and then we've got Foden as well after mm-hmm. winning the league you know so we're getting there. But I, I feel that we haven't got enough people that are winning the big trophies. Well, I think the team, the squad is still very young. Yeah. Uh, the start that you are mentioning, and uh, I think you were talking about Rhys James, who won the championship, yeah. Champions League as well. Um, 
those players for Chelsea playing for Chelsea needed players with experiences like Rudiger, Kante, yeah. Juninho, uh, you know, and uh, and that that's helps a lot. Uh, I can see others with Werner you know, in Germany are struggling as well, uh, but uh, it's the same for, for for the English team where the talent is there for sure everywhere, mm-hmm. all lines and every positions, and and you can even. Triple the the when you see Walker, Rhys James, and uh, uh, Trent um, uh, Trent Alexander Arnold, it's just crazy the potential that you have, and not too many countries could say that uh, we have three fantastic left back. But yeah. at the end of the day, you have to find the chemistry. That's the prime with Gareth, the biggest prime that they will have, to find the chemistry, to find players with more experience than others. But Anderson could be the one, but I guess he's not yeah. ready yet. So uh, you need a guy like that in the middle of the park to make sure that uh, it will it will put everybody together. Again, the potentially there and everything is possible. But if you compare with the 2010 team in South Africa, who I think should have gone through if the referee against Germany didn't do stupid yeah. things, but yeah. uh, I think that team was better than the than the one you have because you have players more, with more experiences. Yeah. But the potential is there. And yeah. and after the qualification group, uh, it's uh, it's every game a final, mm. and you know if you go step by step, you can do something. World Cup semi final, so it's possible to go a little bit more further. Furthermore, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always said, Frank, is that I, I want to be around when England win a trophy because it would be some party in England, but the party must have been epic in France, you know, to win the World Cup and then win the Euros. That must have been some celebration. Well, that was uh, that was insane in the way that uh, uh, we never won anything before. And I guess in 66 in England, <laughs> yeah, it was a long was time crazy. ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, Yes, I mean we we had a taste of that in uh, in in uh, fifty eight where I think it was fifty or forty eight. Well, uh, when we with Copa, when there is a semi final against the Brazilian team, and then in eighty two and eighty six with the Platini era and, uh, and a fantastic squad, uh, but we we didn't win. And uh, in France, we love the second, you know, the losers, the runner ups, wherever we can call them. And we were the first team to win, and nobody thought we, we would be able to win before the competition. And it came step by step, where it got at the end of the day completely crazy because it was at home, it was the first yeah. time. So that yeah. was the perfect scenario, and and we 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 confirmed two years after, you know, winning the European Championship that we it wasn't a, it wasn't a mistake. It wasn't uh, the same. It was just by randomly that we we won it. It was it was because yeah. we. We had the, the the good and the and the right uh, squad. Yeah, well, I, I remember because we we came off '98 with Arsenal, we won yeah. the cup and we won the league, and then yeah. Patrick and then all the French guys go to you with the French team and then win that. And did did Manu Manu score? Didn't he right near the end as well? Yeah, that that's crazy because we started the competition with Marcel Desailly and Laurent Blanc, and as you know, Laurent Blanc got a leg, red card, so I I. I I substituted, sorry, substituted him, yeah. and Marcel was sent off during the game. Therefore, Manu played alongside me at the back. Oh wow! Yeah, it wasn't that. Martin Keown and uh, and Tony Adams. <laughs> but it wasn't that bad, you know. And and uh, and at the end of the day, when we had the last corner, um, 
I saw the header from, I think it was Dugary, who gave the ball to Patrick Vieira. And I thought about going forward. And suddenly I saw Manu overtaking me and going forward, I said, well, <laughs> I cannot go there. We are 10 against 11, even if it's Brazil, it's almost the end. I won't go. And he went there and he scored. No. I mean, I don't, I don't say that I will score because I, I, I'm not a left-footed first, so it would have been different. <laughs> but it was a perfect end because yeah. Manu was maybe one of the best, with Marcel to say, one of the best players of the tournament uh, yeah. uh, at yeah. And I'm very fond of, of Manu and uh, we are big friends. And I... I I loved I love that story. It's kind of, it's a real fairy tale, you know, what we yeah, went through. Yeah. And uh, with the ponytail, we had a fairy tale. You know, <laughs> You're like, like, yeah, <laughs> I know, that's <laughs> Right. You played alongside uh Deschamps. How how um how do you think he's doing? He's doing great. I mean he yeah. found as Imejaki did when he was the uh, national team coach, he's kind of his son, I would say, in terms of heritage where he knows the ingredients you have to put in the dressing room to make sure the players will stick together and fight together. Yeah. Never in the history of, uh, of our lovely football, we found a team who won a World Cup with not a perfect chemistry. And I just want to name uh, 78, um, the Netherlands, 2010, the Netherlands again, where we knew, we all knew that it was, there was problem between blacks and whites and some other stuff. Uh, um, when you don't stick together, when you're not ready to, when you're not ready to be on the bench, when you are starting your, in your team, in the club team, and you're ready to, to let the, the other playing and playing in you very well. And you, when you're coming, giving your, your best on the field, don't expect to win anything. Mm. That's the thing. And that's the main problem with England, where we all know that clubs sometimes seem to be bigger than the country in, mm -hmm. in football. Yeah. And where, you know, you have such rivalry, such a big rivalry between the clubs and sometimes between the players. I'm not sure that those players are quite happy to play together. Right. I know what you mean. Yeah. You know there I mean? was... There were some problems with that. We, I, I felt that in '96 that we had a, a really good mix. Yeah. Um, but then after that, it became like Arsenal, Man United, and then the others. You know, so there was always not the right mix, if you know what I mean. You know oh, I, I mean? talked about you. I talked about you saying that you, when, when uh, um, Gascoigne had that fantastic goal. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess was declared man of the match. You should have been man of the match. <laughs> I mean, I, the, I tell everyone <laughs> the save, the save on Dury, and the penalty saved again. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's what I said to all my friend working for for an American uh, uh, broadcast. I said David Seaman should have been the man of the match. <laughs> That's not the, because of the celebration of podcast. Uh, no, uh, no. I was still, I was still, I was still celebrating my penalty save when he scored. <laughs> <laughs> but you had a good game. Yeah, yeah, well, no, that was it. It was a big game for me. But yeah. uh, so, what, what else are you up to, Frank? I know that you've been doing some acting. Um, yes, I had the chance to play in some movies. But I'm not too keen on movies in a way that is, I'm very impatient and you you kind of record like two minutes per day every yeah. time you, you, you shoot a movie. 
So I had the chance to play in the theory of everything, uh, yeah. the biopic of uh, Stephen Hawking, and I played in a, in a derby. I shot uh, uh, a movie called Allies. It was a World War II movie that was very nice. But I'm more uh, settled into plays, and I'm going to be in September again for two years in a tour in France, Belgium, Switzerland, or French uh, uh, countries. Let's say we we'll speak French. And uh, we're gonna have a tour like 100 times. We're gonna we're gonna do a play. It's very funny. It's about the presidentials because next year we'll have the presidential. The stupid thing that was politics can say. So yeah. it's gonna be fun. It's a play. And, so do you do you yeah. enjoy like going out on tour like that? Yes, I do because it's what I wanted to do when I was younger. When I was a, yeah. like four or five years old, I wanted to do that. And I well, when it went through that lovely sport which is football and it worked pretty well. So. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but after my career, I went to Los Angeles and I went to actor studio and, and I've been working hard, you know, to, uh, to, uh, acknowledge the process of, uh, being an actor. And, uh, and then I'm there, uh, producing, uh, writing, uh, directing, but also playing. And, yeah. uh, but I'm still involved in football where I work for ESPN in the U S and uh, I've got my studio in France, uh, in my house. And well, very soon I'm going to travel to uh, to the US to uh, to keep on working for the Euro. I love that. You was that the uh, you went to a very very famous acting school though, didn't you? Was it Lee Strasberg? Yeah, it was Lee Strasberg. It's the branch of an uh, actor yeah. studio, and it's very nice because you you get something out of your life to to show the emotion that you uh, yeah. you uh, you have to show and. People say, how did, how did you learn the process of acting? I say, well, I've been watching the Italian falling for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you doing some of that for Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. so now I know how to die, oh, dying and everything. That's, thank you, Di Matteo Zola Viali. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Seaman says, in conversation. Anyway, so who... How far do you think France will go? Uh, well, I don't know the schedule and uh, the game they're mm -hmm. going to play against. Well, the people, the players, uh, the the team, the national team they're going to play against. But well, they should go uh, at least semi-final. At least yeah. semi-final. Yeah. They're still the favorites for me. But uh, you never know in quarterfinal or final, if you, or semifinal, if you play Belgium or England, everything is possible. Yeah. You know, Italy, Italy should be the dark horse, I think, of the competition. Yeah. So everything, everything is possible. But wow, you know, I will, I will, I will wish them the best and uh, and do like we did, to confirm that they are the best team in the in the world or in Europe after being the best team yeah. in the world. <laughs> but they've got a long way to go to to replicate your your achievements, mate. You know, because in that was some double. Not, that's a not, special double. Yeah, it's <laughs> not gonna be. It's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna no. be easy. <laughs> no. Right, Frank. Thanks very much for coming on my podcast, mate. It's been amazing, and it's it's it, great to see you. Any any time, Dave. And I want to I want to tell you that I mean I play for Chelsea, but I had something with Arsenal because of Arsene, because of all the French players who have been there. Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a team that, of course, you have to hate because you weren't too successful. Uh, that's <laughs> what it is, especially yeah. when I was playing. And, and and you have to share the the pedestal with Manchester United, of course, at that time. But uh, but you have you have all my respect as a as a man, as a player, as a former uh, opponent. You have all my respect <laughs> because you were a fantastic player. 
Thank you, and so will you. You were the winner. <laughs> oh, thank, you. thank you very much. Take care, Frank. Thank you. Bye, Dave. Take bye. care. Bye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.